0: What vitamin and mineral cofactors are needed to synthesize and recycle BH4, also known as tetrahydrobiopterin, which is a cofactor for a number of enzymes that make it essential for the synthesis of dopamine, norepinephrine, epinephrine, and serotonin, as well as preventing the disorder phenylketonuria and having possible roles in many conditions of health and disease, including Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and depression. This is a clip from a live Q&A session open to CMJ Masterpass members. In addition to this episode, you can access lots of other free samples from these sessions at the first link in the description. The first runner-up comes from CMOS. You can... uh, I... Start over. The first runner-up comes from CMOS. I summarized his question as, what cofactors are needed to synthesize and recycle BH4 or tetrahydrobiopterin? CMS's full question goes like this. I'm resubmitting my question from last Q&A as suggested suggested by Chris. What role does folate and methylation play in synthesizing and recycling BH4? What cofactors are required for recycling reactions with the enzymes DHFR and QDPR? Originally, I was mostly interested in how folate methylation affect neurotransmitter and nitric oxide synthesis, and then I figured it's probably mostly through BH4. However, then I remembered the studies where SAMe was successfully used for depression, which is interesting because SAMe seems to mostly be a cofactor for neurotransmitter breakdown. I wonder if there is some kind of feedback mechanism between COMT and amino acid hydroxylases, which increases turnover, or some other mechanism. It seems like it's not really clear, at least from the studies I've seen. So I'll go back to my summary of the question, which is what cofactors are needed to synthesize and recycle BH4? So the first thing that I would like to go to, I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to show you the structure of folate from the folate chapter of Modern Nutrition, Health and Disease. So ignore the two structures below and look at the one at the top. And what you'll see here is that folate has a Terran ring and then a para-aminobenzoic acid moiety, moiety is just a part of a molecule, and then has at least one glutamate residue. A glutamate residue is the amino acid uh, after it's bound to something else in a peptide bond. You call it a residue of an amino acid because uh, because it loses its acidity once it does this, it's not and it's, it's no longer an acid. Um, it's an amino acid residue, and so the, the general this is folic acid. Uh, folate will have the uh, nitrogen ring here fully reduced, meaning hydrogen ions and electrons are added to it, and it will also have some number of polyglutamate side chains over here, so this glutamate residue can just be repeated many times over. What I want to draw your attention to is BH4 and BH2 are tetrahydrobiopterin and dihydrobiopterin. And folic acid is successively reduced to dihydrotetrahydrofolate uh, excuse me, dihydrofolate and tetrahydrofolate. So the similarity here is that the structure of BH4 and BH2 essentially is the terran ring of folate. It essentially is the terran ring of folate without the the PABA and the glutamate bound to it. And what gets reduced to reduce folic acid to dihydrofolate and tetrahydrofolate is the it's the reduction of this ring so the double bonds go away and the nitrogens get hydrogens added to them all that is and what you don't see in these structures they draw it so that um the po- the points between lines the angles are carbons and you infer that there are up to four um well, you infer that every carbon has four binding sites, and whatever is not explained in the picture is bound to a hydrogen. So, for example, this carbon right here has one, two, three, four binding sites filled because of this double bond and these two carbons, and so it does not have any carbons. Uh, it does not have any hydrogens added to it. Uh, whereas this carbon has one, two, three bonds, and so you can infer that this has a hydrogen there. So you. Um, you won't always see it in the structures, but what's happening is that you have a hydrogen ion and an electron added to two sites to generate dihydrofolate from this, and then added again to two sites to make tetrahydrofolate from this, all using the enzyme dihydrofolate reductase or DHFR, and if you have BH2, which is dihydrobiopterin, you essentially have this Terran ring like it would look in dihydrofolate but without the paba and without the glutamate, and you will add two hydrogens and two electrons to this nitrogen ring. And so, therefore, folate and BH2 are alternative substrates for for, um, for dihydrofolate reductase, and that enzyme can metabolize one or the other by doing the exact same thing to it um now part of the question was what role does folate or methylation play in the recycling of BH2 to BH4 with DHFR dihydrofolate reductase i mean obviously no role because they're alternative substrates there's, a, there's no role of folate um in in the reduction that's what you would predict if you just look at the structure is absolutely nothing but with that said there's a lot more to the question, which is what are all the cofactors to, to the synthesis and recycling of BH4? So let's go through it step by step. Uh, first of all, why do we care? So BH4 or tetrahydrobiopterin is a cofactor for the enzymes phenylalanine hydroxylase, which converts phenyl- phenylalanine to tyrosine, tyrosine hydroxylase, which converts tyrosine to L-DOPA, and tryptophan hydroxylase, which converts tryptophan to serotonin. These three are grouped together as being called amino acid hydroxylases, but then there also is alkyl glycerol monoxygenase, which plays a role in lipid metabolism, and nitric oxide synthase, which uses arginine to synthesize nitric oxide. And collectively, BH4 is needed for the synthesis of dopamine, norepinephrine, epinephrine, and serotonin as neurotransmitters. And a genetic defect in its synthesis is one means of developing the disorder phenylketonuria because although the main uh, classical phenylketonuria is a defect in the amino acid hydroxylase that metabolizes phenylalanine itself, a defect in BH4 will compromise the cofactor uh, supply for that enzyme, indirectly compromise the enzyme, and lead to the non-classical form of phenylketonuria. Phenylketonuria. Phenylketonuria, where uh, which is named after um, the appearance of abnormal metabolites and phenylalanine in the urine, uh, but which is a neurological disorder that's driven by high levels of phenylalanine outcompeting other amino acids into the brain, and then on top of that, out-competing, out-competing other amino acids for their metabolizing, thus lowering the neurotransmitters derived from other amino acids, and at the same time having excitotoxic effects itself, causing a broad range of of neurological dysfunction. And BH4 has additionally been implicated in, in common disorders, uh, so possibly it's lim- limiting, BH4 being limiting, has been implicated as having a possible role in Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and depression. Now, in these enzymes, BH4 sometimes acts as a redox cofactor, which makes it lose electrons to become a quinoid form of BH2, but sometimes it does not become oxidized during the enzymatic reaction. For example, in nitric oxide synthase, it does not become oxidized as part of the reaction, but it can become oxidized incidental to the reaction. So especially when nitric oxide synthase is involved in the oxidative burst in immune cells, you have a copious oxidants being produced, which creates a very high risk of the BH4 undergoing incidental oxidation in which case you again wind up with bh2 that needs to be recycled to bh4 when you synthesize bh4 de novo meaning newly which is which is sort of um it's not ex nihilo from nothing um but it is newly meaning you're not just recycling bh2 um and by the way they call the recycling of bh2 to bh4 the salvage pathway which i find really weird because usually the salvage pathway elsewhere refers to like more significantly more degradation than just having something oxidized but it is what it is they call in the literature they call bh2 recycling the salvage pathway so the de novo pathway is the synthesis from precursors and it uses two or three enzymes the first enzyme which is always used is gtp cyclohydrolase 1 The second enzyme, which is always used, is 6 pyruvoyl tetrahydrobiopterin synthase. And in addition, sometimes sepiapterin reductase is used. What happens is that the second enzyme is capable of carrying out multiple reductions and if the final reduction is carried out, it leads directly to the synthesis of BH4, but there is some amount of intermediate that escapes that second enzyme as sepiapterin which requires sepiapterin reductase to be converted to BH2 at which point dihydrofolate reductase a fourth enzyme will essentially become the fourth enzyme in the de novo synthesis because what happens is the recycling pa- uh the recycling part takes uh becomes active right so if if you go through GTP cyclohydrolase 1 and the and the full set of reactions of six pyrovoil tetrahydrobiopterin synthase, you'll get BH4 without the BH2 intermediate. But if you have sepiapterin spill out and be metabolized by sepiapterin reductase as a third enzyme in synthesis, essentially the so-called salvage pathway takes over as the fourth step in the de novo synthesis, converting that BH2 to BH4. Now, the first enzyme, GTP cyclohydrolase 1, requires zinc as an essential cofactor. In rats, it has been shown that magnesium activates the enzyme. That's probably true in humans if it's true in rats. Generally, not always, but generally, mammalian enzymes share properties. You can also infer that GTP is going to be active as a magnesium chelate. So if you don't have enough magnesium, in the medium, it might compromise the reaction um, that way anyway. The second enzyme, which is 6-pyrovoil tetrahydrobiopterin synthase, requires NADPH, which is derived from niacin, vitamin B3, and it also requires magnesium. The third enzyme, sepiapterin reductase, also requires NADPH, again, a form of niacin or vitamin B3. So basically, the cofactors for the de novo synthesis of BH4, um, well, if we include sepiapterin and reductase, we have to include...